Hi guys, it's Tony Robbins. You're listening to Habits and Hustle. Crush it. Today on Habits and Hustle, we have the one and only Jillian Michaels. Jillian is the world's leading fitness expert, renowned nutritionist, and wellness entrepreneur galore, with an international community of followers exceeding 100 million. Jillian's dominance in health and wellness extends to her award-winning fitness app, Jillian Michaels, the fitness app. She has the most successful fitness DVDs of all time. She has eight New York Times bestselling books. I mean, the list goes on. She has key business partnerships and investments, and her company, Empowered Media, has become a monumental wellness empire. I mean, if you don't get one thing from this podcast that you could integrate, I would be shocked please listen to the entire episode in its entirety. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Thank you for coming on the podcast. It's great to have you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. No, absolutely. I I mean, it's long overdue. I I would have had you long, long time ago, but your schedule is very, very busy and it's very hard to kind of nail you down. So that's why I even apologize more because I know it's like, you know, way beyond the time that we were supposed to start. So thank you. Um, again, I'm happy to be doing it. Awesome. Okay. So we'll do a pro I'll do a proper intro later. Not like you really need an intro. I feel like anybody in the health or wellness fitness, or like, you know, who's, if you're not living under a rock, know who you are, but, um, you know, you're just, I I actually love your personality because you're so real. You're so authentic. You kind of say what's on your mind and I loved you from the, the biggest loser days when you were doing Aww. that. And it's kind of like, is that, was that kind of your first big thing before you kind of it was built my your first, own? Uh, my first public um, foray, if you will, uh, into fitness. But I was, a, I was legitimately a personal trainer since I was 17. Um, and then I opened up a sports medicine facility when I was 29. So I'd been doing this work for a very long time, but ended up being offered an opportunity to do it on this international platform, which I, you know, took for the opportunity, obviously that it provided. No, I mean, do you, what do you think? Do you think that show would have, I mean, I know they brought it back actually, but do you think that show would have legs today? I mean, I don't know how the show's doing or what the kind of ratings are today. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it didn't have legs today before it even came back. Somebody, which begot a whole host of drama for me. Somebody asked me um, in an interview for women's health, you know, if I thought the show would have legs. And I was like, I don't because I think the world has become so PC <sighs> to a yes. fault in, in certain cases where, you know, now you can't even say, well, I can, and I continue to do so, that being overweight is dangerous and will kill you. Now it's like, oh, you can be healthy at any size. It's like, actually, you can't. It doesn't mean you're not beautiful. It doesn't mean you're not valuable. It doesn't mean you're not deserving. It doesn't mean you're not worthy. It just means that you are not actually healthy. And there is, we're beyond this. This is like saying the earth is flat to, to make a claim like that. There's, there's so much overwhelming empirical evidence to, to show that's absolutely not the case across the Board. I mean, it's the number one contributor to heart disease, cancer, diabetes, over 70 different medical conditions. But nowadays, if you say that, you know, you're you're fat phobic. It's bizarre. So knowing that and the backlash I take doing what I do, knowing this fact, I had a feeling the show would not do well. And I, I don't I don't know. I, have, I came and went as far as I know. 
for no. I'm guessing reasons. Well, to your point, and that's what I was saying before that I, why I like your personality so much is because you don't back down. Like it's obvious. Like I've al- I, I always say the same thing. It's like everything is now so you got to be so PC. You got to watch every little nook and cranny and what you say. God. Where like everyone's living in this like weird like like surface level where it's, it's like McCarthy. It, it really is. It's literally like an era of McCarthyism where it's a constant witch hunt, and everyone is looking to attack everyone. I, I don't, it really makes no sense to me over nothing. Like I had a friend tell me to watch behind her eyes the other day. Right. And I was like, all right, some new Netflix show. And then I get this call and she's like, Oh my God, I didn't know the ending when I sent it to you. I hope you don't think I'm that kind of person. And I was like, what is she talking? And to this day, I can't even figure out. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to give away the show, but like, there's yeah. nothing even like everyone's so afraid over. Ne- it was nothing. like another over nothing like it's just it's it's so odd i i but i refuse i refuse to play that game i refuse i will not do it i mean i saw in the news actually yesterday or the day before that you know to netflix netflix has this like this show where they one character in the show said something about like taylor swift how she like goes through men did you see this man i I saw that and i was like who cares it's a joke it's a joke and then Taylor Swift responded and, and I wanted right. to be like, I literally wanted to be like, where is her homie to be like, yo girl, you're Taylor Swift. Yeah. You don't need to address this. <laughs> oh, I like, you're so much bigger than this. It's, and you addressing this just makes the show that much bigger. Like I was like, where is her like girl posse to, to stop her from reacting to that? It's like, dude, you're, you're a mega star. No, this is it's beneath you. It's like a compass. I don't, I don't where's, your, where's your compass? I don't understand where your compass would be. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Where she went on this tirade, not just a little comment tweet. She went on and on about it. And it became a whole backlash back and forth over literally nothing. So now no one's, every, no one's able to say anything. No one's able to retort a comment. Or else uh, it's cancel. It's a cult. It's a cancel culture here. It's unbelievable. And it's really bad in in places like California. It's yeah. actually I was so disappointing to me is that I grew up in California. Um, you know, and what the state stood for for the longest time was really important to me, and that it was like, hey, look you know, being a liberal meant live and let live. That's what it meant to me. Yeah. It was like, you want to marry a woman and you're a woman, live and let live, right? Like <clears throat> you want to practice this religion, live and let live. You, you want to make a better life for your family? Well, let's look at ways to reform immigration so good people can make a better life for themselves and their families. Look, I'm not being political. This is my personal opinions. I'm not no, telling you anyone else. Should be. But it's like, you know, you want to do that and, and, reform the system and contribute to society. Absolutely. Like that's what it meant to me. Now this things have become almost fascistic where it's like, if you don't believe what I believe and you don't like what I like, you're excommunicated, you're canceled, your career's over. And that's terrifying to me. It it really is. And it's actually one of the top reasons I'm looking to move out of California because I'm like this, this culture and this climate is, is very, very scary. 
No, absolutely. And that's why a lot of my friends actually have left. So many of my friends have been, well, yeah. they live in Austin, they live in Florida. They're just moving. Nashville, to, Miami. Right. Yep. We're looking at Miami right now. Yeah. Half my, half my, my, my troop is already in Miami. They've let, they've left yeah. because it's just California to your point is becoming, it's, it's really a hard place to live. If you have any opinion beyond one singular myopic yeah. way of thinking. It's, it's, it's very, it's very odd. I don't understand it. And I, I don't know if it's also because I'm, I'm from an older generation and being gay, you know, look, I lived through the gays can't get married. Gays can't adopt, you know, we hate gays. Right. I lived through all of that. You know, it wasn't cool. You didn't have pop stars kissing other girls and being fluid. That wasn't a thing. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of the gay community for years had took issue with me because they didn't feel I was militant enough. Um, but my approach was very different. I felt that, yes, I will fight for my equal rights to marry because it comes with a host of rights that are very, very important and to adopt because I would like to give a child a better life. And I think I can, and I want to be a mom. With that said, I, I never felt the need to turn around and go, well, now I'm going to punish you for being heterosexual. Now you heteros can't get married and you heteros can't adopt kids. And if you heteros don't love me and my lifestyle, I'm not going to shop at your business. That, that was never the way I approached it. My approach was like, I get that it scared you. I get that it's different. You know, you have to tolerate the fact that I deserve equality because I pay equal taxes. And my hope is that as you get to know me and you get more familiar and you get more comfortable, your knowledge will grow about homosexuality and you will become more tolerant. And it doesn't mean that I would tolerate having any less or being treated any less equal. It just means that I don't have a retaliatory approach that is like, you can't think different. You're not allowed to dislike me. You're not allowed to, you know, it's, I don't know how to describe it. I just don't think that this approach is the way forward to unity and understanding personally. I don't think so. And I won't compromise. I won't lie because it's politically correct. I'm not here to influence anybody's political opinion. In my line of work, I refuse to deny obvious biological truths. Period. Yeah. End of story. And I maintain my personal beliefs and tolerate other people's. Well, you know, that's that's very well said. So when I was when, when I knew you were coming on today, you know, I did a little bit of my research on different interviews or whatever I saw. And I, I couldn't believe actually how many things came up with backlash from to you. Like the second you open your mouth, people are screaming. I, I didn't even know that you and Andy Cohen had a big rival. I had no idea, obviously. It's not part of my we milieu. Really that was an actual bizarre, that was one of the more bizarre experiences I've ever had. It was years ago. And, and I, again, my son was like just born. And I think I had come out with, I think it was Slim for Life. That's how long ago it was an old book. And, uh, which is a title you couldn't even begin oh, to I utilize okay. right now. So, so I, like 1986, cause that would have like, yeah. that would have like killed you. You know what I mean? Like anytime <laughs> in the last little while, you know? exactly. just the use of the word oh, slim is God like forbid. It. I know. Yeah. God forbid. God. I know. So I have been doing press for days for this book tour and I was up at like five in the morning and his show was like 12 at night to media all day. So I was actually really excited because I, I kind of, you know, having grown up in, in the gay community as a kid, you know, I say kid, I mean like teenager, early twenties, I have a lot of gay men friends and we had a lot of mutual friends and I had always thought he was kind of funny and kitschy and I was excited to meet him. And I was like, Oh, I'm so excited to meet you, whatever. And then he was kind of a dick, like right away. And he brought out this shot ski thing. I don't know if you've seen it. 
No. And um, it, it's like, he's like, whenever we say something, you take a drink or whatever. And I, I nodded. I was I like nodded because I like, yes, right. And I was completely like, I was exhausted. He goes, do you get it? Do you understand? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, what is this? So I was like, I go, oh, wow. Yeah, I get it. So then the show starts and he's like, has these calls coming in about what a bitch I am. And like, you know, digging into like people that he, he claims I dated that I never dated, like all this weird. And I, I was like, why am I getting like, set up? This is so weird. And I didn't do anything because it's live, right? So I was super yeah. chill, very calm. And I was like, oh, you dick. And yeah. it was like, aren't you, you know, aren't you losing this season? Cause you're such a bitch or you're such, it was something like that, like a bad trainer. Like he had these, it was really weird. And I was like, all right, I don't know what's going on or like why I'm being set up or what's, you know, so show ends. And I literally was like, I have no idea what this was about, but this was the single most shitty experience I have ever had in the media to this day. So whatever you wanted, congratulations, you got it. That was an awful experience. And it, it, you know, you, you totally fucked me. Congratulations. And left thinking it was over. And then I was like, people were like, Oh my God, what was that? That was so weird. Like you can, you can watch the episode. And I was like, I have no idea, dude. I don't know. They were like, he was totally out for you. I was like, I don't, I don't know. It was really bizarre. And then for years he was like, Jillian Michaels is the worst guest I ever had. Cause I never, I was like, whatever, we're never going to do Andy again. Um, and then it came up again when he, when I came out with a book about longevity and ironically, one of the things that comes up in the book is that keto is actually really bad for longevity. And like, I don't have an investment in this. I'm selling the eat less or <laughs> diet, right? There's no money in that. Like I don't, I don't have, there's no, I, I don't have an agenda. Right. You know, if that was the way forward, I would tell you. So it, he comes out and attacks, first he attacks someone on the Today Show for going keto, a woman. Then that week he attacked me for saying keto is not good for you. Which, by the way, the next year, all of a sudden, all the doctors grew a pair of balls and all came out and said, this is the worst diet you can ever do, right? It was rated the worst diet, I think, of like 2019 or something like that. Yep. A year later, after I, of course, took the hit and came out and said it first. So um, then I was like, all right, great. You want to debate this? Let's debate this. And, then, you know, he never said another word. But that I really honestly, to this day, have no no idea kind of why or how we started out like that, but once we did, I was like, all right, you're an asshole. And I, yeah. And that's so odd, like odd. Like, is it, do you think he did it for ratings or just to kind of like, kind no, of have something it, in the, if I had to guess, my guess is that he might have been friends with someone that I had dated or something and definitely had it in for right. me. Yeah. That was my guess. It was, it was absolutely personal. And it, and I, and you could tell, like, it, it was very, like, you can watch the episode. It was very bizarre. It is. That um, is very bizarre. Yeah. That would be my guess. Cause he didn't, he was a real jerk from the moment that I, I stepped on set. And then I came to find out like that he's very close with anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I that's, that was my guess. He's very close to someone that you knew or dated yeah. and he, and he kind of took offense to it. And then it kind of spiraled. Guess. I am guessing. I am guessing, but um, you're probably but on the right track though. If I, I, I think so. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, I'm not the only one to have had a, taken, you know, the only woman to have issues with the guy. I mean, the guy, you know, he, he's, 
I don't know. He looks, I, like I, he looks, he looks like it though. Like I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised. I mean, it wasn't like, he is kind of like, he doesn't, he does have like a, like an attitude. Like he does. I, I it's not like, it's like a shocker when I saw that one, I just thought, Oh, <laughs> another person who's like, just has to like, kind of get their name in the ring to kind of just, you know, to he, kind of jump on the bandwagon. When I, I'm so sorry. I do not have COVID. Already had COVID. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm afraid to even cough. I'm like, oh God. I know. God forbid you sneeze in public. <laughs> oh no. I will leave a room. Girl, I will run from a room if I have to cough or sneeze. <gasps> I know. I was like literally walking down my street. Like, and I just like sneezed a little bit. The people who are walking like literally four feet in front of me ran to the other side of the street. It's if I like, it's like the most, that's, I mean, we can go on and on about these things all day and night. I can tell you like, it's crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I just think here, here's a, I, I have no idea. I had a bad experience with him. I've heard from many people since, um, that had bad experiences with him. Um, different housewives in particular, you know, are like, Oh my God, X, Y, and Z. So, Whatever, you know, I mean, I hope he goes with God, I, but it's like, I'm certainly not, like, I wish nobody any harm, but if you're going to come at me, you know, I'll come right back at you. It's like, all right, we'll turn about to fair play. You want to talk about keto? Let's talk about keto. And then don't really run some heads, heights for the hills, but whatever. And also like, it is kind of, you know, that is kind of your like area, right? Like the keto, like, why can you not have an, have an opinion? Like why? people get very upset about these diets. Like what I've had a lot of these people on who are like the carnivore person or the keto person. And if anyone doesn't agree Again, like this is like not a person. This is actually just a diet choice. And people get, if you're not a vegan, I mean, I've got well, Okay. First of all, it's not an opinion. Um, it's a matter of science. And that's, that's what's very frustrating about that conversation. Oh, with the keto. Of, yes. Yes. Of course. Well, no, no, it could be anything. Calories. Yeah. It could be vegan. It could be keto. It's, you know, well, that's your take. Well, what's your opinion? I'm like, no, no, no. It's data. <laughs> I, it's data, yeah. right? And and you have to look at all the data for each and every diet. So when I look at each and every diet, I look at being vegan and I'm like, okay, like I get this and I get this and I get this. There are some concerns about B12, collagen, a certain one of the omega-3s, you know, getting iron as a woman. You, I'm not going to judge. You want to be vegan? Be vegan. I don't care. I don't, I, nothing. It, I'm. It's my job when people come to me to say, hey, look, you know, these are some of the potential issues and here's how you mitigate them. It's with keto. I, it's my job to say, Hey, look, yeah, there are the following benefits, but there are also the following side, you know, negative side effects. Here's how you mitigate them. It, 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 it's my job to turn around and say, Hey, look, calories do count. They do matter. And if you want to lose weight, you have to track them. It's people make money off of diets, right? So yeah. for example, keto was a billion dollar business and you had massive publicly traded companies doubling down on it, like Weight Watchers, right? And there's a, you know, I'm not going to name any names, but there are certain individuals in my space that were like, this is a trend. So we're going to do keto supplements and keto bars and keto this. And they, they look at the trends and then they build products on coming trends. It's a business. So when someone comes along and has somewhat of a decent voice in this space and says, ah, that's bullshit, actually, no one's going to be happy about that. So there's money. Now, when it's an, a regular person, they, they do feel that this is very much like a religion. 
And when you suggest that it's not ideal, it's almost as though you're attacking their God. And I, I don't mean to, <clears throat> it's not about attacking anybody as a person. It's looking at the data on these diets and putting it out there for anyone to pick up or leave. It's totally up to you. Yeah. I don't make money if you're vegan or not vegan. I don't make money if you're keto or not keto. In fact, the only thing I've ever actually made money on is selling workouts. I mean, other than investing strategically. And no one can debate that. You either want to work out or you don't. And no one can debate that it's good for you or not. My advice on diet has always been very straightforward. Don't overeat. Use common sense with your food choices. Go organic whenever you possibly can. Done. I mean, can't really take that one to the bank. Right. So why why do people not want to hear that? They don't want to hear common. They they don't want to listen to the common sense because I say that too all the time. And people want to have this magic bullet or like the newest trend or the newest fad to hang their hat on. When you know, right now what's hot and you know cool now will be like kind of looked upon in four or five years as like. Remember snack wells? Remember how everyone said eat low fat and everyone was eating low fat? Remember that whole thing? All of it, girl. We've been through every cycle of every fad of. Fat makes you fat. Lies. Yes. Um, you know, carbs make you fat. Also a lie. It, it, like, you know, oh, animal protein is the devil. Also not true. Like it's. It's, it's cyclical too. It is. Yeah, well, these are all fat diets that are reskinned. Yeah. So keto is Atkins reskinned, right? 100%. Paleo was the Neolithic diet reskinned. They're all just the Pritikin is the fat makes you fat. It's all reskinned. So the. <sighs> I think that some people are looking for a magic bullet, but the the issue here is like, I got a newsletter. I'll give you an example. I got a newsletter from um, a fitness app that a friend of mine is on. And so I like, I I signed, you know, I I signed up for it to to, to do his little ad where it's like to give him some, you know, positive press. And uh, so I get this newsletter and in the newsletter, it's like big hand, right? The hand emoji, stop (laughs) count calories. And I was like, oh my God, you assholes. Because it's trendy to say, <laughs> right? It's trendy to say this. And it's like, you want to be PC and you want everybody to like you and you want everybody to, but it's not true. It's a total lie. And you, you, it's the first law of thermodynamics, calorie counting. Mm-hmm. It's a law. It's not a theory. It's not an opinion. It's a law. Calories are units of energy, period. And it's like saying a pound is a pound, a pound of feathers is the same as a pound of cement. Now, when you hold each in your hand, it'll have a different impact on your skin, but a pound is a pound. And what I mean by that is that calories are units of energy, whether they're from an avocado or a pack of gummy bears. So when you consume more calories than your body burns in a day, no matter what the source, you will store that extra energy in your fat cells, period. It's not a conversation. Now, the differentiation is that that avocado has more micronutrients, more vitamins, more minerals. It will impact your hormones differently. So yes, over a very long period of time, these hormones can, or I'm sorry, these calories can only impact your weight by influencing your base metabolic rate. And that takes years and it's still minimal, right? So you Mm -hmm. might be like, well, I went from burning 1400 calories a day to 1300 calories a day without exercise and activity. It's still minimal. The greatest impact that those foods have is in their micronutrient content, which impacts your health. And that's very significant, but it's not a conversation of weight. Right. So someone is trying to lose weight to lie to them 
and say, oh, no, you don't have to count calories because it's politically correct is just a lie. And you're not doing them any favors. Well, you're right. First of all, there's a big different distinction between weight and health. There's two separate. Oh, that's two. Absolutely. If you're looking for a weight loss versus health benefits, that's, that's separate. People try to merge the two together. Stop. <laughs> what, what, what kind of dog is this? How many dogs do you, don't you have like a hundred dogs too? Two of them. Oh, I thought so, you have a lot more. No, I have two. One is like 13 years old and just crotchety and grumpy. And she's like 20 pounds and to love of my life, but oh my God. And thinks she's Cujo. And then the <laughs> other one is, uh, is three years old and he's about 45 pounds and he's sweet and stupid. And he's like just a doll and wouldn't hurt a fly. But nevertheless, Unfortunately, as I, as I mentioned, we're yeah. trying to move out of California. Um, although Are you actually moving? If the guy's actually here I looking sold, at your place. Yeah. No, no, no. We sold the house twice. <laughs> oh, so you're legit leaving <laughs> like now, soon. I'm uh, trying, but there's so many people leaving. There's actually zero, zero <laughs> homes in Miami. So somebody just came back to me with like, a few different things on an offer. And I, and I, I was like, no, like the answer is no, the house is cause that's how we're just so we're like, you want the house? You don't want the house. Take the house. Don't take the house. But the guy that's here is actually a moving company here to give us an estimate. Oh my gosh. That is so I'm funny. So sorry. It's been, it's been a constant state of chaos here. I, honestly, I, I, I apologize. This is wildly unprofessional. So please forgive me. No, please. It's but I, I did, I'm still working from home here in California, as you know. I know. I mean, that's why I, that's why all of this back and forth on Zooms. I'd rather do in person. It's just much oh. easier and better. Dude, I would give oh. anything. It's crazy. It's not even the kids. It's the dogs, the doorbell, or this or that. Because absolutely home is a little civilization unto itself of like comings and goings of different, you know, the mailman, the, my assistant, the, the pets are coming and going, the, the, the spa guy, it's like always something. And so trying to like do this with the doorbell and the people is like, it's just, it's been, it's been this. I, I'm so sorry. No, absolutely not. In fact, I, next time can we do this, if I ever see you again, but we should do it in person because I, I'm like so over all of this stuff. I, I can't tell you. Oh. oh my God, me too. I would love that. I mean, because this is, this is just, I know, like I'm telling you any second now, like, by the way, as you're talking, I have heard little rumbles at my door and someone's like, don't go in there. Mommy's working. And then my other kid comes because I have a pod happening out. One of my kids, you know, you have a pod. I've done a pod, but they're elsewhere for the pod. Thank thank you. Okay. I am very, yes, you're not wrong. I have six, I have six little five-year-olds outside my door with a little pod outside that I can hear and look at. And then upstairs, my other one's on a zoom class. So I have it. I mean, it's like literally like it's mayhem around here. So we're the only state still, I think one of the only states still dealing with this, right? Oh, we are. And first of all, do you know that? I, I mean, we are technically allowed to go back to school. You know that. And I, know, I know the whole thing. Yeah. I know, and I know all about it. And like the governor can't convince the teachers uh, unions. Even, yep. even the president has said he wants the kids back in school within a hundred days. And it's now so political and so crazy that like no one even knows what's going on. And the kids are still not in school and the parents still can't go back to work. And it's like, how are we politicizing a pandemic I know. I just, it's, I'm like, really? Like, I, that's that's another thing going on with California, though. Right there, dude, is we cannot even get people on the same team on the same page. It's 
it's just nuts to me. I don't get it. It is, it is absolutely. And I see all my friends and my family who are, who've now, who are now in Miami or Florida or no, wherever. No, and no soccer. Yeah. No case. Us. <laughs> they're like at a restaurant and they're having their kids are playing soccer. They're doing everything no. like, like normal. And I literally yes. like, I, I literally, I'm looking at them. Like, you know, I feel like it's like, I feel like a trapped animal here. It really is I, like I, that. It's bizarre. It really is. I, I don't understand it. It makes no sense. And it, it's like, it's not even a left or right thing. Like even the, even the left, even even Newsom, our governor, even Biden, are like, okay, you know, we gotta kind of get back, and they they can't, they can't. They <laughs> I won't. don't know. I don't understand. I don't presume to understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. All I know is how is everyone else figuring it out, but us. I, but us. I mean, it makes my, sense. So, I'm, are you going to take your kid? Like, this is like this is kind of off topic, but are you going to go with the kids, and then your ex is going to come with you? How is it going to work with the kids? Because Oh, I know. Um, so Heidi was going to move and then kind of decided last minute that she didn't want to move um, for something involving her, her twin sister and whatever. And it's like, okay, so what we are going to do, it's, it's kind of crazy, but now thanks to, thanks to distance plus learning, um, right. we're splitting. I'm like, you know what? There's actually a benefit here. So we're splitting summers, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. And then my, my daughter actually is going to do 20 days in Miami, 10 days in LA. My son's going to do 20 days in LA, 10 days in Miami. And then the kids are going to overlap. So when he's with me, they're together. When she's with my ex, they're together. So they get nine days of time alone, 20 days of time together. Oh, and they'll wow. do 10 days with me, 20 days with her. And the same for my daughter, because it's like, okay, well now I can do, I've already spoken to the schools. I can do five days remote. I can do four, four weekend days and one day of travel for each kid where I, I can have tutors on both sides. So it's actually the only benefit of distance learning is it's allowing me to do a bi-coastal model and the kids will do one round trip ticket a month. And that's it. And this way, because normally she and I are actually right down the middle. We're 15-15. But I always had to travel for work, so I'd lose a few of my 15 days. Right, right. So it ended up being 60-40. And now it's actually going to be that my daughter's with me 60, her 40, my son's with her 60 and me 40 and the kids will overlap. So that's the one good thing that came out of this distance learning is this. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I know. Crazy. I know. So, you know, let's, let's see, but it's just, yeah, I've, I've definitely hit a point with California where I'm, I, it was just so sad, dude. I mean, I'm, I've lived here my whole life, you know, and everything again that we, that this state used to stand for meant so much to me. And now everything that it stands for is everything I'm against, you know, is everything of like silencing differences of opinion and canceling people. And it just feels very fascistic. It's, it's not, that's not what this was about. In my opinion, it used to be live and let live. It used to be about tolerance. That was the whole idea. Yeah. And it's the exact opposite of that. And it means that you have that's to so tolerate, true people's opinions that upset you that's called freedom of speech they don't get to hurt you they don't get to act on it they get to rob you of equality but they are allowed to wear a maga hat without you deciding they never work again sorry yeah <laughs> no i know names on it that's insane that is like i don't even know what that, that's like i i'm seeing people we're starting we're keeping a list i'm like oh my god yeah can you imagine if trump had said we're gonna keep a list of all of you who voted for Hillary and you're never going to work again, 
You're going to be excommunicated from society. We would have gone batshit. You want to talk about Hitlerian. You know what I mean? We would have gone nuts. And it, it's like, now we're, I'm hearing the same thing. And I, I'm just thinking to myself, like, no, dude, <laughs> you should be able to wear a burqa, a MAGA hat, a, a freaking, I don't care. You should be a nudist. And we should all allow the different, that's America. Yeah. Period. I, it freaks me out, Mama. I don't know. <laughs> no, it freaks. I, listen, I I hear everything you're saying. I mean, these are the same conversations I have offline with you know my friends and people, my husband, whatever. I mean, it's really it's a it's a real problem, and it's I don't see yeah. it getting I don't see it getting better. I actually just see it getting worse and worse. It gets and- better when we speak out against it, when we refuse to kowtow to it. So when it is, there's actually a guy who's brilliant at talking about this. You should, you should look into interviewing him. His name is Gad Sad, and he's right an there, evolutionary no. psychologist. Um, he's on Rogan all the time, actually. He's, he's, a, oh. he's brilliant. Oh, I and think he wrote I have, a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have heard of him. He's amazing. He wrote a book called The Parasitic Mind, and he talks about how this is such a dangerous threat to democracy and free thought. Um, he's, he's an absolute genius. Uh, the guy was a refugee from Lebanon. I mean, he's a Jewish Arab. I mean, he's just incredible. And I say that because he understands these issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm Jewish me. and I understand what you mean I, when you say that. I'm, yeah. uh, my mom's a Jew. My dad's an Arab. Your I mean, mom's it, Jewish? My mom's a Jew. My dad's Arab. I'm gay and a woman. I got a black kid and a brown kid. <laughs> so like, you know, when it's like, when wow. I have gone to this place with California, you know, it's kind of scary. It's like, dude, you know, what's going on? I, I just don't. Anyway. Yeah. It's, no. it's very, we have to stand up and hold our ground and tell the truth and refuse to engage in this fear mongering period. No, I, I agree with you. But to your point, I agree we have to do all of those things. But most people are too scared to actually say what they really believe. And therefore, they rather go with the, you know, they, they rather go with the the mainstream of what they think is PC because they're nervous of what the, uh, the fallout will be. And that's the problem. The hypocrisy also drives me a little bit nuts. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, <laughs> there, I, I just, it's like, you know, the teacher from the California teachers union dropping his kid off at private school. Yeah. It's like, and yeah. blasted on. I'm like, buddy, you know, or like the governor going to, saying, uh, oh, the French laundry. Yeah, going to like, French laundry. I know. It's like, a whole, that like you and the most elite yeah. expensive restaurant in the Western hemisphere and dined with 12 people, no mask, as you told everybody they couldn't see their families on Thanksgiving. Oh, it's like, yeah. you, are you not like that kind of stuff? I'm just like, what the, <laughs> you know what? I I also think is imp- impressive. Most people who are in a, 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 the public eye where that's where I feel that where you shine, right? Because most people will kowtow because they are scared of what the, wow. what, what the fallout will be. They will lose different deals. They'll lose different, you know, job opportunities. They'll lose their fan base. They'll lose this. And so that's kind of like where, where people, that's where the benchmark kind of is. And I think that's really sad. I think when people have a voice, they should, they, that's who should really be the, the role model for other people to look to. Because you can't just have one person doing it because then you just get, you know, you get back, you just get. You, well, you and get, they all come up to you and they're like, oh, you know, I saw you said that, you know, good for you. And you're like, oh my goodness. You know, it, it's yes, like. Yes, exactly. You know, 
Gotta, if we could all like, I remember even this this fitness expert. He's actually beyond that. He's got like multiple advanced degrees in exercise science. He's a very, very, very well respected guy. What's his so name? I'll give you some, I can't tell you his name only because I'm going to tell you what happened. <laughs> oh, so, okay, okay. When I first came out against, let's say keto, for example, this okay. is years ago. This isn't about you know fat doesn't make you fat. Things like whatever. It's not about weight. It's not about any. You know, I got the DM and it was like. When I said keto is you know, potentially dangerous, it was like, good for you, girl. It does this, 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 this. Actually, he didn't say girl. He's not gay. So for you, you know, someone needed to say it. I'm thinking, why haven't you said it? Yeah. Huge platform. Say it. You're the one with a thousand degrees here. Like, say it, bro. Don't just message me behind the scenes. You coward. Did you say and that to him? Nah, I don't bother. I was like, um, thanks for the pat on the back, homie. Uh, and then a year later, you know, then everybody had the was bold enough to say it. But, you know, it's like people are scared. They just are. And I get that you're right. But the only way forward is to, you know, when you're an expert, you have the luxury of standing in that truth. Politically, I don't have a leg to stand on. I don't know anything about anything. I don't know. I don't know anything about economics. I don't know anything about immigration. Like I have my own opinions. But I, I'm certainly not going to try to influence anybody's opinions because I'm not the expert. I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert on COVID. I don't know. Right. I do know my line of work and I know it inside and out. So when I tell you that obesity causes type 2 diabetes <laughs> or is one of the major contributors of type 2 diabetes, because you can also be skinny and get right. type 2 diabetes. But you know, I'm right. I'm not going to. <laughs> it, it's like this is a fact. It's a scientific fact. And I think if we if we have these experts that can stand in their truth and then be supported, that helps. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Where people around and attack them and call them names, and you know. But I've done it, and I'm still standing. So there you have it. I, I know, did lose deals, but whatever. You did. You actually lost deals. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And I even had people try not to pay me on certain deals because they were like, Jillian's fat phobic. And I was like, I'm, I'm the least fat phobic person. You oh know, number gosh. one, I was overweight. Number two, I understand this issue more than just about any other expert out there because it's been my life's work. And number three, I'm not afraid to talk about it. And I'm not afraid to tell the truth. And you, you are, which is actually makes you, you fat phobic of like lying because you, you know, you're virtue signaling because you don't actually know anything about the truth. And if you really knew that if you really cared about people, you would not want them to orphan their kids or die 20 years early or end up going bankrupt because of chemo or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. I understand what you're saying. Who do you think you're benefiting? Yeah, but I, I absolutely have. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? That's really, like again, to your point, if you're 250 pounds, the health risks are so, so severe beyond what the yeah. physical, you know, like besides the physical appearance of what you are. I mean, it's not, we're not There's talking nothing. vanity. Exactly. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I know. That's and that wasn't your point. I know. It wasn't even your yeah, point. That's totally irrelevant. And again, nobody is saying that if you are, hundred pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight, that you're, you're not smart. You're not beautiful. You're not deserving. It's the exact opposite. It's actually that you're all those things. So we want you to live as long as possible and be disease free. We don't want to see you, you know, like leave your husband a widower or orphan your kids or get breast cancer. And the, the, you know, a friend of yeah. mine the other day had 
really great quote. And it was like, if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. So I don't get like, why do you, why do you want somebody? Why are you going to lie to them now? And like, say, oh no, it's okay. You know, don't worry about it. Oh no, it's all great. It's all good. Oh no, you're, you're until they end up actually getting sick, having a massive heart attack because they will. Seven in 10 Americans are on medication for obesity. Bankruptcy due to health, health related conditions is the number one cause of bankruptcy in this country. Heart disease is the number one killer of women in this country. Obesity kills I think it's 30,000 people a month in America yeah. alone. I mean, guys, I, so, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny that. Now, whatever someone chooses to do is up to them, but this is what I do. So if somebody wants help and I give you the truth, take it or leave it. Wow. I didn't even, I didn't know that you lost all those deals because you seem like you've built your own brand. So like, I mean, I know, I, of course, have, you, I mean, you have I your have, which be impervious to a certain extent, Thankfully. but you still lose along the way. You're absolutely right. Thankfully, I have my own platforms. Nobody can fire me from my app. Right. You know what I mean? Nobody can fire me from my platform or the companies I invest in. Thank God. Because right. I guarantee you that if I was still working for NBC, I'm I'm sure oh. I would have been fired. You would have been gone a long. You would have been gone a long time ago. If that if that was your only, you know, income source, I would say I'm, I'm very sorry for you because yeah, it wouldn't have yeah. lasted. But that is the truth. Like you were able to build out a really strong brand beyond just partnerships and endorsement deals, right? So, I mean, so do you want? So your app, by the way, it's been around for a while, but are you keep? Are you always like updating the app, or it seems like it's very customizable and it's very like it's so thorough. There's like so much information on there. I kind of liken it to the way Netflix was like back in the day when they used to send you DVDs in the mail, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And it was, okay, we're going to put all Jillian's DVDs on there. Then it evolved and we looked at all these different algorithms and technologies so that we could customize your workout. We could customize your nutrition. And then it was, okay, hold on. Now we're going to add mindfulness to the platform. Amazing. Okay, wait a second. Now we're going to add new trainers to the platform. So it's gotten to this place where it is a one-stop shop for everything fitness, nutrition, and wellness, because you end up having an app for mindfulness, an app for tracking, an app for food, an app for home fitness, an app for gym fitness, an app for this kind of fitness. And it, it, it gets ridiculous and there's no need for it. So, you know, while I love things like Peloton, not everybody has two grand for a bike. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? It, that's wonderful. Or $50 a month to put towards the membership. So, for us, that's what it's about. It's called the fitness app. And I say us because, you know, it's not just me. It's a team of people running right. this beast now. Um, because it a, is a beast. With that size of a, that much content, it takes probably a, like a little village to maintain it. Full, yeah. Yeah. It's an absolute village to run this thing and it, yeah, grow it. And it's a whole, it's got a million different arms now. Production arm, a marketing arm a dev team. It's a whole, but that's great. You know, I love it. And that's what I always hoped for it. And the great thing about apps is they're everywhere. So we're auto installed on every Samsung television now. And then we're going on every Samsung phone and tablet in the coming year. You can obviously find it in, you know, app store, Google play store, but now we're going into cable channels so it's going to be Amazon Fire, and then it's going to be Roku. So it's basically omnipresent, right? And from there, 
the goal is no matter what your fitness level, no matter what your fitness goal, no matter what your nutrition goal or your nutrition preference, whether you're vegan or whether you're keto, we have the best registered dietitians creating meal plans for your goals, right? So you can show up and say, I'm cooking for four, I'm cooking for one. And it automatically adjusts the amount of ingredients. You can say, I don't ever want to see peanuts again and ban different ingredients. You can say, I'm going to favorite these ingredients and get all those recipes. You can say, I only want vegan recipes. I only want gluten-free recipes. You can pick from every single recipe and every meal plan. You can say, wow. I want to lose weight and it adjusts calories. I want to gain muscle and it adjusts calories. I want to maintain weight and it adjusts serving size. So it's it does that with your food. It does that with your fitness. And now the goal is to add the best experts in the best niches of fitness. So we just added, well, she's, we just shot Taylor Walker, who is a prenatal fitness specialist. Um, and then we're going to shoot um, a guy named Brandon Vols, who's a corrective exercise specialist. Oh. And now we're adding a guy named Jim Donovan, who's a sleep expert to do a bunch of sound baths and different meditations to help people sleep better. So that is the idea. It's evolved to that. Oh, wow. It's one, one platform, everything you need. Hopefully. That's, wow. No, no, that's, I mean, that's like a, that's more, it sounds like much more of a robust like platform than most of these apps actually. Right. Cause people usually, like you said, they have like, they do the workouts or they do the nutrition or they do the calorie, do you do calorie counting on yours too? We track all and we sync um, with Apple health as well. And my fitness pal. So if you're, oh, you sync with apps, my, yeah, I mean, my fitness pals, so they yeah. do a fantastic job. So we kind of looked at that and we were like, okay, hold on a second here. They do a really good job, like with the tracking and the business. So we just linked in, we sync with their tracking. So you can pull all of that information in and that way it's all kept. Our meals go in there, everything. Oh, you get wow. You can see how your activity log, your calories, weight trackers, progress trackers. There's message boards. There's audio only workouts. There's gym work. It's, it's everything. That's the goal is to make it everything and then continue adding. So Right now, I'm, I'm really looking for a fantastic, I need a fantastic, fantastic yogi. Um, and I, there are some great ones out there, but they're locked up in other things. So yeah. that's trying to find like my, you know, it, I'm looking for people that are amazing where I'm not amazing yeah. so that I can say, I, I'm not just grabbing a bunch of random trainers and slapping a bunch of random content up there. I want to be able to say to moms, hey, guess what? We have the foremost pregnancy fitness specialist who created a program just for you. And then there's a postnatal program. And I want everybody to say like, girl, you got to do Taylor Walker. Oh my God. Are you doing Taylor Walker's program when they get pregnant? Like, yeah, that's my whole signature programs designed to meet individual needs. That's fully customizable and personalized. Wow. That sounds amazing. I mean, like, like I said, I, I didn't realize it was that robust where you can actually, can you customize it? Like if I said, I only have, uh, you know, free weights, like, you know, dumbbells, would you have, would all the dumbbell workouts only come up? If I only have, you so, know, body weight, all the body weight, stuff like that. Okay. So there are three different aspects of the fitness program. So the first one is my entire DVD library. And now all nice of the pre-recorded content that we're adding to it, like Taylor Walker, right? So there's still follow along video. Then the app engine, now we're adding a, a guide to this so that we'll reskin this for men. He's fantastic. His name is Ryan Tremaine. He's amazing. You can, you can see him on Instagram. It's at Rhinosaurus Flex. But there's an engine of over 2,000 exercises. And they're all shot individually. 
So I've created programs using those 2000 exercises. So it could be kickboxing, it could be yoga, it could be mat Pilates, it could be whatever. And you show up and you say, I want this program, this 90 day, let's say bridal boot camp, but I'm a beginner. So every move that I shot, I had the programmers create progressions and modifications. So let's say I did oh, wow. 20 pushups, right? And I said, okay, yeah. if, they, if this moves too hard, it should default to that move. If this moves too easy, it should advance to that move. So the algorithm knows when you tell me it's too easy, it's too hard, how I would do it in person, which move I would swap out, how I would modify or how I would progress. Wow. So you can brag in your own music. You can change the rest time between exercises. So even those set programs are modifiable with regard to difficulty level, how long you want to rest in between exercises, pulling in your own tunes. Then there's something called the workout generator. So you can show up to the workout generator and you can tell me, I want a total body workout. I want, a, I want legs. I want upper body. I want abs. I want hit. I want foam rolling. I want stretching. I want to do it for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. You select. I want beginner, I want intermediate, I want advanced level of difficulty. You select. I have all of these pieces of equipment available or not at all. And then of oh, wow. these 2,000 moves, it will populate an on-demand workout for you in the moment. And we have audio workouts as well. So, <laughs> so oh if you're God. like, I want to go outside, I want to go for an active recovery run and you don't want to look at your phone, then we take you through a run ladder drills, sprint training. So like Stairmaster workouts, all that stuff just on audio. If you don't want to look at your phone. Oh my God. This sounds like a really good app. Like legit. I, it does. <laughs> I want to know what you do every day. Like I know your, your app sounds great, but you've been doing this for so long. Like there must be like some kind of like, have, has, what has your workout regime? Like, has it evolved since the beginning? What do you do today? What do you eat? I want to know the day in the life of what you do. And <laughs> We know you have great skin. That we know. Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet. Um, okay. I am very common sense with my food and my fitness. I eat all three macros because that's what's best for you. I eat them in their even, Sorry, start from the beginning. Like, what time do you wake up in the morning? What do you oh. do? The first thing you drink? Oh. What's the first thing you eat? I want to talk about your exact, precise. Okay. Okay. Um, I wake up at seven, uh, whether I have my kids that day or not. Um, I usually make them breakfast, my girlfriend coffee, feed my dogs. Um, and then I have actually started doing, uh, just black coffee with a small splash of organic cream because I'm trying to extend that overnight fasting period. So you do so it it's mama. It's called breakfast. It's called breaking overnight fast. I know. I was going to say like, I, I, it sounds like intermittent. You're saying I a dollop of cream, which means you don't want to get out of the fasting. Are you a fast? Oh, um, okay. So it's not, it's actually not fasting. It's just, it's, I mean, we think of fasting as like food calorie deprivation. It isn't that it's just a period where your body is not focused on metabolizing food. And after I wrote this, this book on aging, there's some very real science to that. It allows your body to do housekeeping. Right. And to not get too technical, um, basically you have something called an mTOR pathway, which is a metabolic pathway that gets activated by carbohydrates and protein. We want to keep that pathway from being activated for as long as possible, 12 to 16 hours. I cannot get to 16 hours 
It makes me overeat when I eat. I can get to 14 hours. So if I stop eating at, because I eat early because of my kids, if I stop eating at 6.30 at night and I can get to 8.30 in the morning, you know what I mean? I got a really nice 14 hour window there, which is great. So I get up and I have coffee with just a splash of cream because it has no carbs, no protein. So it doesn't activate that mTOR pathway. So it's a little bit of a cheat on that fasting period. And again, it's just for your body to focus on cleaning up dead and senescent tissue. Um, it helps with apoptosis and autophagy, which just means exactly pretty much what I just said. It stresses your sirtuins, which is your longevity genes in a good way. So it's great for longevity and immunity. Done. I don't, we don't need to get too crazy about it. Wrote a whole book about it with a bunch of doctors. This is why I do it. So I, I have that coffee with a little cream to try to eke out like to hour 14 from hour 12. Then after I get the kids to school, feed everybody, whatever, um, I'm at my computer working, doing emails, doing interviews, whatever it might be. Uh, and then I'll generally have breakfast. And sometimes it's like an egg and a piece of toast. Um, it could be organic chicken sausage with some fruit. It could be a yogurt parfait, but it's always really clean food, most whole form, um, protein, fat, carbs. And what I mean by that is it's not like some cheap processed white bread. It's like whole grain, organic, an organic egg, a little bit of olive oil, like all the healthy fats, all the healthy carbs, all the healthy proteins. What kind of bread Um, is it? Is it like Ezekiel bread or? I use Dave's. I used to use Ezekiel. I like Dave's better. Dave's. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Oh, we, I, nah, forget it. I do like the brand. <laughs> okay. yeah. I'm so nervous to say anything. No, yeah. no, you know what it is? I had kind of a shitty experience with the, with the guy who, I'm not sure if he still is the CEO of the company. He screwed oh. us over on a deal for delicious coconut milk. So I hate endorsing the bread because he's oh. such a jerk. But it, I do eat the bread. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah like, you like the bread. The guy, he kind of pulled a crappy stunt with us on um, another business deal years ago. So like, I hate that this guy has this runs or he might not anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's not relevant. It's just me being petty. So three I like to four it, hours late. <laughs> I love your pettiness. <laughs> yeah, I was just being a bitch. So <laughs> three to four hours later, I will usually have a snack. Um, it's, it could be carrots and cucumbers with hummus. It could be blue corn chips, salsa, and some turkey slices, but it's the same game, protein, fat, carbs. Three to four hours later, I have a bigger lunch, which allows me to have a smaller dinner. That's why I like to go snack then lunch so that I don't overeat at dinner. Um, so then it could be, it could be a turkey sandwich with a side salad. You know, it could be... Uh, sometimes we pick up sushi down the street and I get like some sashimi and some, you know, I don't get the rolls with all the crazy fried stuff, but it could be salmon sushi. It could be ahi, whatever. It could be grilled chicken tacos, you know, but it's all three macros. Once again, all, you know, in this normal calorie allowance, then dinner. And it's kind of the same game as lunch, all three macros. I finish dinner usually almost always by seven, if not a little bit earlier. And then I don't eat again until the next morning. Um, common sense. I eat about 1800 calories a day because that's what I burn in a day. Um, give or take, and then give or take on the days I train. So it kind of all balances out. Some days are a little more, some days are a little less. I train four times a week for 30 minutes. 
and I use all the techniques I know to use. I lift wait, weights. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah. 30 minutes only? You only work out for 30 minutes four times a week? That's it, if that. That's it? Me? Honestly? Yeah. Uh, hand to God. I know, I, was gonna say, I know you're probably, I cannot oh, my, believe it. Yeah. Oh, my kids. I, if you don't believe it, I'll, I'll say it, like, no matter what your beliefs is, I'm on my, uh, I swear on my kids. Yeah. And it, it's because it's how I train and how I eat and I'm in maintenance. Yeah. Mode. Try to that. like, I, so I want you to think of if you're unfit, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're unfit right. or you're trying to lose weight, it's kind of like having student loans. You need to like work a little bit extra hard, right? To dig through that previous debt. So you're not just paying current bills. You're also trying to dig through old bills. So you got to work a little harder. Right. You got to right. do a little bit more. Right. You know, I'm in maintenance mode. I don't have any debt. So it's easy for me to coast. Yeah. So I don't need to do more than that. I, I am maintaining what's already working well. And for me now, I just, I don't overeat. I eat really well. I supplement a lot. I'm a bit of a, that's where I'm crazy. That's where you'd yeah. be like, you're fucking nuts. Like I, I am a supplement mm -hmm. lunatic. So nor do I think anybody's going to want to do the kind of stuff that I do, but I do do it religiously. And it makes a huge difference. I've noticed for my immunity, my energy, how I sleep, how I manage my stress, you know, my skin, all of that. It makes a big difference. That's where I, I get a little nutso. I, I want to hear about that because I mean, yeah, I know you're uh, a big supplement person. I didn't, I'm actually, I'm still in shock that you only work out 30 minutes at like four times a week. What do you do? Is it weight okay. training? I do all of it. I do training. I do, I do circuits. So I don't rest. So I, I, I maximize every single second of that 30 minutes. And if you've ever done one of my workouts, you can see that I, we don't rest. It's yeah. like I rest certain muscle groups, but you're not resting. Right. So it might be push-ups, and then into squats. So chest, shoulders, triceps are resting, but you're not resting. Then, it, and then you're doing squats. Then I might do a hit interval. So I might jump rope for a minute. Then I might hold a plank and let my heart rate come down, but I'm still conditioning my core. So I'm still not resting. Right. You know, I, this is what I do. You know, my trainer logic is, is, very advanced. I've been doing this for a very long time. I've worked with a lot of amazing people, you know, in exercise science, physiologists, biochemists, endocrinologists. So yeah, I mean, I have a very significant trainer logic and I know how to make the most out of that 30 minutes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I use it. I lift weights. I use body weight. I, I train functionally, blah, blah, blah. So I do all those techniques that would make your kind of eyes roll back in your head when I try to explain them, but if I put you through the workout, you would never know the difference. In fact, it's everything that I've ever done in all my workouts, which is why right. I think people, I think my brand has had such great longevity is because people are like, ah, oh, I got great results and yeah. they don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, let me do it. Just do what I say. 20 to 30 minutes. It'll be great. If you hate me, nope, then it's not going to work for you. Yeah. But you do have <laughs> great workouts. I will say I'm very, I don't like any, I don't usually do those tapes, but I remember I did like, I loved your shred at 30 day, 30, 30 day minute. Shred. Yeah. 30 days. Yeah. Best it's selling, selling. all time. Sold over a hundred million copies, this damn workout. And it was because it was 20 minute workouts and people got results. So they, oh. they loved it. You sold a hundred million copies of the 30 day shred. Oh. Well over globally, well over. Yeah, I know, Mama. I know. I had to put it in the app. I was like, Oh my god, I'm eating my own business. Like these damned. And I would ask people because they would send them to me on Instagram. It, like I was like, Where are you playing a DVD right now? Yeah. Like in my son's Xbox. I was like, Oh, 
So like, I ended up putting them all in the app because I was cannibalizing my own yeah. business. So my entire DVD library is in there now. Oh my, I, <laughs> I, I, that is unbelievable. Cause that really was one of, I, I loved that workout. Like those, that, that was like a great workout and I'm very particular and that one works. People it like great. it. It's it's any place, anytime. It's super accessible. And that's kind of the thing is you got to meet people where they're at, but then still deliver results. So the techniques are what's going to do that. Now, if you don't like to train like that and you love dance or you love spinning or you love yoga, like great. Cause what's going to work best is consistency. Yeah. So if that's what you'll show up for consistently, then fantastic. You know, and that's why I'm constantly trying to add like, okay, if you are vegan, like I need to meet you where you're at. So I'm going to create the best diet I can or have my registered dietitians yeah. create the best diet for vegans. Cause it is what it is. I, I need to customize. I need to wrap the science around the person. Yeah. So, you know, if you love yoga, you love spinning, like I'm going to meet you where you're at. I'm going to give you the best program I can to get you the results you want with a modality you want to show up for. Yeah. But absolutely. For me, I'm about efficiency. So I, that's how I train personally. Um, and then uh, on top of, you know, being active, like I'll paddleboard, I'll ride my bike, I'll, I'll walk my dogs and hike them. But this is how I train. The supplement thing is all right. So <laughs> just, okay, let's take this with a grain of salt here. So here's what I recommend for everyone. Oh, I, I mean, because I find each one of these things really important. Okay. First, I take a symbiotic, which is a pre and probiotic product. But I'm so crazy that I know what strains to look for. That's amazing. <laughs> so, because here's the thing, you can buy a product and you're like, oh, 50 billion units of the, and they'll be giving you something really cheap, like, um, acidophilus, right. That you can get in yogurt. Whereas, exactly. Yeah. So people, people don't know, they don't know. So uh, what we do know about this is there's soil based strains, there's food based strains, and then there's strains that are inherent to human beings that we should be born with and that should cultivate over time. But then, you know, poor diets, antibiotics, this, that, the other can compromise that. So I look for strains that are of that nature that are inherent in, in us as human beings, because the rest you can get from food that are cheap and, you know, go outside, take a deep breath in, you'll get it when you go hiking from yeah. the soil. So, well, I think that's great. I, I know I'm getting that stuff other ways. I want to get these that I can't get elsewhere. Um, and you take it with prebiotics. So it supports the probiotics. Um, so there's a, there's a brand that I, that I love. It's called Alliant Naturals. It's run by a mommy of two who had an autoimmune disease and became absolutely obsessed with nutrition and went to holistic doctors and registered dietitians and ended up formulating this line that's all from like organic whole food products. So nothing, nothing is synthetic. You don't get any of the bad stuff. So I love, I love her, her name's Shauna Ryder. She's amazing. Um, and her brand is one of the top brands that I, that I love. A line so natural. I, I take her yeah. symbiotic. And then she has a, okay, so, so we're talking about what, other, what I think people should take. I, then omega-3s. Now, I like krill oil instead of fish oil. Krill is more stable because fish oil spoils very easily. And you have zero worries about heavy metals. So, and it's, it's more sustainable for the environment. So I take yeah. krill from my omega-3s. <laughs> 
Then I take a multi-collagen peptide product. So multi-collagen is really important because we have many different forms of collagen in our body, right? One is for our gut lining. One is for hair, skin, and nails. There's there's many different types and they do different things. So you need a multi-collagen if you're going to supplement collagen. And you want a peptide product because it's more bioavailable, meaning more digestible. Um, The one I take also, it happens to be a liar because it's grass-fed, grass-finished beef, cage-free chicken, wild-caught fish, that whole, right, more ethical, more sustainable more clean. And her brand also has something in it called MSM glucosamine chondroitin, which is for joints and connective tissue. Mm -hmm. And it also has been shown to help with longevity, which um, happens to me in a study in my book. So nevertheless, I chose that brand. There are a million other brands out there. That's the reason I chose that brand. Um, (laughs) Then, sorry, are you getting sick of this? No, I've got a million questions already. Hold on. Glucosamine. Just yeah. if, I, if someone takes glucosamine supplements, is that not as effective as taking the glucosamine with the um, other ingredients combined together as you do? The combination makes it that much more effective. Got it. And okay. It, it, the MSM glucosamine chondroitin combo, mm-hmm. you can take it separate, but when it's combined with, you're getting sort of these, it's kind of like taking resveratrol and NMN mm. for my God, I'm sorry for anti-aging, which is no, again, I love that's this. like, that's way out on the skinny branch. Right. So I haven't, I haven't touched on that one yet. Cause no, I love all this. We're going to go that deep down the rabbit hole. Um, you're actually wrong. Not this audience. This audience is, they would go down that, that rabbit well, hole. We, we, we do a uh, lot of like health and wellness hacks and, um, longevity is really big. And so this is actually stuff that I'm number one. I'm like riveted to hear all of this, but I think people are, are riveted. So then Align natural. So, so far I got that. Okay. Continue. Don't, don't like, don't try to like gloss over it. Cause I think this is very interesting. Okay. I I mean, then I take a, um, a greens superfood blend. Um, But again, the reason I like, I like the Alaya product is because it has adaptogens in it. Mm -hmm. It has antioxidants in it. Otherwise I'd have to take the mushrooms and the, the ashwagandha and all that crap separate Cause you're like, Oh, turmeric. Do I need it? Ashwagandha. Do I need it? Reishi. Do I need it? Cordyceps. What about that? It's all in there. So it's, it's like one product. So it has all the green superfoods. It's all organic. It has all the adaptogens. It has all the antioxidants and it has pre and probiotic fiber, but it has the soil base. So I get that there. So oh, I, I get guess. that in, in that uh, product. And then I take the symbiotic separately, which has the human based strains. Um, and you could arguably be done there, right? Now, <laughs> this is where I then take a, um, I'm such a freaking lunatic. I then take <laughs> NMN and resveratrol for my search wins, which are my longevity genes. Um, and this is directly from the mouth of one of the top geneticists at Harvard named David Sinclair. Like I follow this guy pretty religiously. He's, if you're interested in anti-aging, he's, he's yeah. the top of his field. Um, so I take, you know, I've incorporated yeah. a lot of his research. So I, I do that. <laughs> um, when I am out of the sun for long periods of time, which is often cause I hide from the sun and I do have a tendency to get vitamin D deficient um, I'll take a soul ray vitamin D three K two product, 5,000 I use, yep. but this is where, you know, don't start treating conditions with vitamins. I, my doctor 
takes my blood every year. So when I start taking vitamin D and I decide on the IUs, I am doing that with my doctor and I am doing it because I'm vitamin D deficient. Does that make sense? Yeah, but you know, that's interesting because most people would say most, I mean, I've had tons of doctors here, whatever, but vitamin D, taking a vitamin D supplement is a really good thing to do for your immune system and for all these other health, you know, uh, reasonings. And no matter if you live in LA or California, wherever you live, it's still, most people are deficient in vitamin E and they have to take a blood test. And what do you think about that? It's a question of how much though, right? Yeah, so it is. 5,000 units. Do you take 3,000 units? Are you meant to take 10,000 units? Do you need to combine it with K2? Like, yeah, so the combination. It's a, you know, so for me, 5,000, I use a vitamin D and, you know, couple D3 with K2 is what I do like three times a week. So I, I don't do it every day because it just starts to get freaking nuts. Um, and, and I do watch my, you know, like I got my blood work back and I was deficient in um, folate. So it was like, okay, so I did that for a little while, redid my blood work. This is what I mean. Like no one's going to yeah. have this. It's like fucking nuts. So with that <laughs> said, you know, the last thing that I do incorporate um, I'll strategically supplement. So if I'm sick, I'll take an immunity formula. You know, right. I'm like, oh, all right, got to get that elderberry, acerola, liposomal C, you know, then I, then I will do that if I start to feel like I'm getting sick or my immune system is compromised. Um, I do take a Miracle Reds product as well that has like all the berries and the mangosteen and the this and the that, blah, 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 blah. And what I do is I just literally pour... I take the collagen, the greens, the NMN, the resveratrol, the reds, pour all those powders into a mixer, shake it up with water and pour myself a a massive, like a good shot. Like let's say it's a triple shot and slug it down every day. And then I take the symbiotic and the krill oil on top of that. And that's kind of how I get it done. So it's not, it sounds nuts, but it isn't that hard to do. Okay, can I, I want to have a list of all a line naturals. I got that, and then you got to give me a list of all of those um, brands because I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. I, I'm staring at your skin, like I swear, because it's like I'm like whatever she's do, besides the MPL, I got it. Off, yeah, I told you, I did just burn my face off. But okay, you can sort of see where I did it, and it's still like you know the skin's still still. Good. Yeah, but nevertheless, you know I I still it's all like. It looks great. The psychological element, though, I'm like, well, she's taking that. Maybe that helps with the skin because but this it does help it tremendously. Yeah, without without a doubt. And people will say, well, don't I make collagen? Yes, but <laughs> studies show you that when you also consume it, it helps your body better synthesize it, utilize it, make sure you're getting enough of it. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you don't have to do it. It's totally up to you. I do it because I'm, you know, I'm doing box jumps. I want my cartilage, my tendons and my ligaments to, you know, to, to recover as best as possible. I want my skin to look great. I want my gut health to be good. So yeah, I told you I'm a nut with this stuff, a, a bit of a nut job. How, do you, how about NAD? Do you not, do you not take any kind of NAD supplement? Need it. That's why you take NMN. NAD, it, that follow the, so follow this guy, David Sinclair, NAD is is I believe the precursor to NMN. That's why you take NMN. I've never heard of that. I'm gonna look into that. Um, wow. How about yep. okay? So how about then peptides? Do you believe it? Do you, do you believe in peptides? It's like a new, you know, you know what peptides I are. Collagen, I take the collagen peptides. No, no, no. I mean the injections. A bit. You know, a lot of my friends oh, and people I know, they're 
the CJ, the peptide, like they take in like the CJC 1295 peptide. Oh, I I haven't done that. No. What does that do? How do I not know this? Oh my gosh. The pep, they're like, I mean, I feel like it's like the hot thing that everyone's doing oh my for, God, I haven't done it. for anti-aging. And what was that? No, I, ha I haven't done. I'm really iffy about like injecting shit in my system. Cause what is this one supposed to do? Okay. Well, there's like, I, I will mean, do it's... B12 shots occasionally if I, if I don't eat red meat very often, but sorry. Okay. Go ahead. It, it's similar. Like, okay. So it's basically like there, you have like, there's a bazillion peptides, right? A bazillion. And then that you can combine the, combine them together, depending on what you want to do. So if you want to have weight loss, if you're looking for, it's, it's very oh, much, it's an anti-aging trend. I'm surprised you've never heard of it. Yeah, it's because it's probably bullshit. That's why yeah. I have it. I mean, probably uh, over. But if they're promising weight loss, I can already tell you it's bullshit. No, uh, I mean, listen. What they say is it's helping with um, the reason how they they claim the weight loss piece is that because it elevates your um, it builds lean muscle mass, which helps you know oh, helps bullshit. with metabolism. No, I know. Okay, I will tell you. So mass it's complete bullshit oh so, i i agree i listen i i should say this i i did i did like three days and i hated it because you have to inject yourself with my God. in your stomach okay well here's what makes me really afraid is that as long as this isn't messing with your hormones like an hcg or an hgh or anything like that i don't know enough about it to comment on that but when you start supplementing hormones exogenously uh, meaning outside, in, absolutely, right? yeah. Allow your body to make it endogenously from the inside and regulate these hormones. You are now creating a situation where your body becomes dependent on exogenous supplementation and stops functioning and regulating optimally. Because mm -hmm. it's like, where's all of this coming from? So it it can create a host of problems. Um, with regard to you know, depending on what you're supplementing, cancer, heart disease, the shutting down of your own metabolic function, and so on. Um, with this in particular, though, to turn around and claim, oh, oh, yeah, it, it helps with weight loss because it builds lean. That is just complete bullshit. That's not how you build lean muscle. So yeah, that's just complete. I, so, I, want, I, I want you to look into yeah. this. I want I you to look it. into this because this oh is a God. this is becoming a huge like I, I mean a huge thing and especially L A New York where, where people that have extra expendable oh. income because it's expensive too it's like five six hundred dollars a month you know because you have to order it I monthly promise, I promise I will do my homework on it because I actually don't know anything about it but that claim is bullshit because I know yeah. exactly how the body builds muscle. And that's not it. So it, unless if you're supplementing things that are dangerous, like androgenic hormones, oh, you'll get big and, and you will have a host of issues from it, um, like heart attacks. But it, you know, you want to build or maintain muscle, work out, and yeah. eat, you know, the normal amount of food with the, you know, the American Dietetic Association's minimal amount of protein, ideally more, so up to 30% of your recommended daily calorie allowance, and your body will maintain muscle. Like, I promise you, I have the bone density of a 30-year-old because I regulate my body, you know, I check the stuff on a regular basis of a healthy 30-year-old, and I'm not doing this. So, you know, that's just bullshit to make a claim like that. I'm telling you right now, that is complete bullshit. I can't believe they're getting away with it. Uh, oh, okay. First of all, but you know who's doing it? 
It's all oh, these concierge no, doctors and else. <laughs> everybody. And by the way, you don't understand like every single like doctor, especially in LA, like every single celebrity that you see on TV, they're all taking this shit. I'm surprised you've never heard of this. They're also doing keto and they're also I doing know. and they're also doing vagina facials. And yes. I mean, <laughs> mama, I mean, I can't like, I, I recently saw, you know, these, it's like, yeah, they do all that stuff. Cause they're actors. That's not, and I'm not saying that to be insulting. I'm saying, no, that's no, like, you're right. So when someone comes along and says, Oh, you know what you need to do? Shoot coffee up your backside. Going to be great. <laughs> and they're like, I do. I need to do this. Okay, fine. When it's like, <gasps> no, it's completely dangerous. You can perforate. I love it. Your bowels. You disrupt the good bacteria in your colon. Like it's, it's a terrible effing idea and it does nothing beneficial for you and only has downsides. And, or, or they'll be like, oh, you know what you need to do? You know, you need to sweat yourself and work out in these hot workouts to detox your body. Total lie. All it's doing is dehydrating you. Yes. It's totally counterintuitive to detoxing your body. And the way you detox your body is through your liver, your kidney, your spleen, your lungs, your organs do that job. So you want to support them. Don't put crap in your system. Eat good stuff that supports their optimal function. Drink water and sleep. Don't sweat. That's not the key. That's not going to work. That's complete bullshit. That's like turning lead into gold. Not true. And this is what I mean when I tell you it's not an opinion. It's called Adam. biology. We already know this. Well, <laughs> we know that's not true. You know, it's these trends. Oh, I'm doing keto. It's like we already came out. It, 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 every doctor under the sun came out two years ago now. I actually think it was the beginning of 2020. And said it's yes, the it was. worst diet you could possibly do. Ranked yeah. the most unhealthy diet. Do we need to go back? Do we need to revisit? Like, how many more people need to speak? So it just, uh, so I get that they're doing it, but they're actors. They don't have the time to dig into this stuff and do the homework. And when someone's selling you like the latest trend, you're, you're going to do it. You know, yeah. I'm not saying they're dumb or anything. I'm saying it's not their job to know. Well, it's not just them. It's anybody who has expendable income. Like a lot of my friends or people I know who are, who have, who've CEOs, entrepreneurs who are chasing, you know, youth and they're, and they're also like obsessed with longevity, anti-aging. This is all, I mean, what it does actually, I think it works. It's basically on for your pituitary gland. It's not just building lean muscle. There's a lot of different things. I'm going to send it to you. I am shocked, uh, shocked that you don't no, know about this. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't know about this. I'm with you, lady. I'm with you, lady. I, I don't do though. People come to me all the time and they'll be like, what do you think of this fad diet? What do you think of that fad diet? What do you think? And and generally, I'm like, never heard of it. And they look at me like, isn't this your business? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I don't <laughs> need to look at fad diets because I already know what to eat and how much to eat. So when something comes up, it's complete bullshit. It's like a flat earther popping up to try to tell me that the earth isn't round. I already know the earth is round. So what I'm doing is I'm looking at guys like Dr. William Lee, who's studying angiogenesis, which is how foods can shut off the blood flow supply to, to bad cancers. Like that's the shit I'm interested in. Or I'm looking at guys like David Sinclair yeah. who are talking about what we can supplement to stress our sirtuin genes to live to a hundred with vitality. So this kind of bullshit doesn't really grab my attention. I will look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. It's totally possible. And if I am like, I will come back and be like, wow, girl, thank you for telling me. I'm injecting the shit in my ass today. I cannot no, wait. No, 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 no. But, I agree with but, you. Don't worry. I, I doubt it, mama. I absolutely doubt it. And that claim about weight loss, I can promise you is bullshit. Oh, my God. I mean, bullshit. I want to send you a bunch of this stuff. I, I think 
you probably know a lot of the doctors that I would know oh, here God. that are like making a fortune off of this. Also, well, like, this is like, I love that you, because I, I, I think it's very, I, I don't, it's very, it's something that I cannot get behind myself because like I said, for three days I did it and not because I, that's not a good enough amount of time, but I felt very strange injecting something in my stomach every single night and then relying on this supposed thing to help me with whatever it was. I was just doing it as a guinea pig, not because I was trying to like get to a certain result. I just wanted to see, I like to try everything and I hear you. Be careful with what you try though. Cause some of it, especially like, I don't know what this is, but you could like to try HGH. You could like to try H HCG. And these things are, are very harmful. Very harmful for your heart. Exactly. I totally agree. Okay. I have a couple other things for you and then I can like say, I can let you go. God knows it's been like forever. Um, <laughs> I mean, what else would I, okay. I got your supplements, your best work. I think in life, you know what, actually, I think, Oh, what's the most popular question you get? Is it about motivation or about having a, a six pack? It's first question is, um, how do I get and stay motivated? Second question is how do I lose the last 10 pounds? Always, 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 always. And what do you say? What's the answers you give them? Um, first one is on motivation very, on motivation. Uh, this one's very straightforward. I mean, and now it's become a cliche, which is a real bummer, but it's helping them identify their why, uh, so now everyone's saying this, but it originally came from Nietzsche and then was adopted by Viktor Frankl, um, who's one of the fathers of modern psychotherapy and a Holocaust survivor. And it's basically like, if you've got that why to live for, you can tolerate the how. And the how is the work and the sacrifice that are involved in achieving that goal. So... I then turned around and turned it into work with a purpose becomes passion. Work without purpose feels punishing. So if you hate your coworkers or you hate a certain aspect of your business, but you love the end result, right? You're going to tolerate it. You're going to dig. You're going to grind. You're going to push. It's going to build resilience and it's going to become a labor of love. If you hate every day at your work and the end result leads you nowhere good and you don't have that why to fight for and live for, whether it's career, whether it's love, whether it's health, it's just going to feel like more punishment and you're going to give up on it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people will tell you like, oh, I want love. I want money. I want health. Well, what does that look like in your life? You know what I mean? Do you want to be, do you want to be in a two piece instead of a one piece at spring break? Cause you're 20. Do you want to live to meet your great grandchildren? Cause you're 65. Do you want to have sex with the lights on and feel more comfortable? Cause you're any age. I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter. Right. Do you right. want to raise money? to fight breast cancer because you lost a loved one and live the best life in their honor. Like it doesn't matter how superficial, it doesn't matter how profound, but you do need to decide what health looks like in your life, form an emotional connection to it, form that vision in detail. And then every choice you make is no longer about pizza versus salmon. It's about, you know, two piece or not, you know what I, you know what right. I mean? It's, it's got perspective to it. So that's the first step. And then from there, it's about education so that the actions you do take when you've got that fleeting moment of bravado where you're like, all right, I'm going to do this. I got this Nike, just do it. I'm doing it. You get results. Right. Whereas if you take uninformed action and you bring that to intention, you'll have catastrophe. You start a business, you don't do the homework. You're going out of business and likely declaring bankruptcy. You start a diet with the wrong information. You can screw up your metabolism, right? So then get informed because knowledge is power. It makes you feel more secure. 
less afraid of the unknown, less overwhelmed, gives you a clear way forward, and it helps give you results so that you stay motivated. Right. So there's that. When it comes to losing the last 10 pounds, it's a very different beast than losing 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds, right? I can take any individual who's asked me that question, bring them to the doctor, and the doctor will give them a perfectly clean bill of health. So this is not about your health. This is about, you know, your personal aesthetic, which I, I'm not here to judge that. I don't care. This is your body. You do what you want to do. You want to be a two instead of a six, fine, but you're perfectly healthy at a six, most likely. And I say that because normally the person that comes to me saying I want to lose the last 10 is usually like going overboard, working out too much, dieting too much, going too hard on their body. And they're driven to this perfection, which again, I don't judge you, but generally it's vanity pounds for that reason. It has nothing to do with health. So if you want to take that off, that's fine. But your body is saying to you, like, I'm good here. I'm healthy. Okay. We've got a lot of energy going out and not a lot of energy coming in. So your body is what's called a, a, a dynamic homeostasis. Your environment is dynamic. Your body is seeking homeostasis, which, which means stability. Mm -hmm. It's constantly trying to equalize. So if the stimulus is that you're only taking in 1,500 calories of energy, but you're always putting out 2,500 calories of energy, well, what's going to happen? You're going to just disappear. You're going to starve your body into nothing. So your metabolism, which is your hormone balance and your biochemistry, will shift so that that base metabolic rate will lower. So it's like, okay, shut off HGH, release more cortisol, increase hunger hormones, shut down um, you know, leptin, which makes you feel more full. Mm. Let's get the estrogen up. Let's get the testosterone down. Like it's going to shift everything to hold weight because it's going to think like, man, you know, we got to slow down. We're going to starve here. This isn't good. So that's where the answer is no greater than 500 to 700 calorie a day deficit. No greater, no greater. Yes. Get rid of the, you know, if you're drinking, stop drinking. That'll, it's just, yeah. I don't care. I like, I, I can go from four drinks a week to no drinks a week and I will drop two pounds and be like photo shoot ready. I, I like myself better actually with that two pounds because I look, I look, my face fills out. But if I need, if I need it for my abs, I'm like, let me stop drinking for two weeks and I pair right down by about two to three pounds. So stop drinking the booze. Don't eat processed foods. Don't create a bigger calorie deficit than five to 700 a week and don't overtrain. You shouldn't be training more than five hours a week tops. And if you are training that hard, again, make sure you're eating enough so that that calorie deficit is not greater than 500 calories. And then your body will gradually allow that weight to come off so that you have a new metabolic set point of 115 instead of 125. And I say that because that's my weight. I'm five foot two. So right, right, right. You know, 130 instead of 140. I, I'm surprised you don't get asked the cardio or strength training question. Like, what do you prefer? It's not even a question. Yeah. So cardio is actually, if you like it, great. But it's the, it's steady state cardio is the most inefficient form of fitness. Mm -hmm. It just is. It kind of pisses people off, but it's just, it's, it's just for, for what? Like you, you, you should be training, utilizing resistance and hit intervals in a circuit training fashion in swift succession. Steady state cardio, comparatively speaking, doesn't benefit any fitness goal except endurance it's not better for weight loss. It's not better for muscle maintenance. It's not better for bone density. It's not better for metabolism. It's not, it's not better for cardio, cardiovascular conditioning. If you're into long distance sports, then yes, right? It's, it's sports specific training, good for endurance. 
If you love it, then great. I'm not gonna, just like I said, if you love it, fantastic. Like, uh, do it. However, you do have to be smart about it. So again, like even in the app, we have 5K programs. We have 10K programs that are coupled with stretching, foam rolling, strength training days, because all of that repetitive stress of flexion, extension, the same movement over and over and over is it, it causes injuries. Mm-hmm. It's repetitive stress. That's what runner's knee is. That's what tennis elbow is. It's repetitive use without enough recovery. So it's not only the least efficient form of fitness that you can engage in, it also has potential downsides if you don't balance it out with other modalities. Mm-hmm. I think it's more also for a mental thing, right? So for me, I like to run just because it's mentally, it clears my head, but it doesn't run, right? Just balance it out. That's just make sure that you're, you're not putting miles upon miles upon miles on your body, that you're foam rolling, that you're stretching and that you're strength training efficiently so that you are balancing out any potential issues and anything you do repetitively, I would highly recommend you have an expert Look at your form so that because I don't how do I say this? Um, no, but you're absolutely correct because I have so many injuries, but because of something like that, like it's unbelievable. It's a repetitive motion, my knee, my hip, my this, my that. It's awful. Well, it's not your knee, it's it's either your hip or your ankle that cause knee problems. But yeah, this is both. Where- <laughs> I have an ankle problem too, at the, the whole side. Well, Okay. Okay. So this is where you need somebody to look at. This is why I want to add this guy, Brandon, to to the app is somebody to look at your form and go, okay, so you're repetitively engaging in Mm -hmm. this detrimental movement pattern. So over time, you're going to have arthritic knees. It depends on how you're running, right? Absolutely true. Yeah. If you were seeing a heel strike, it's like, oh, that's going to cause shin splints over time. If I see, you know, the, the way that you're running and, and you are, you know, you're, you're flipping that foot out mm-hmm. because of a hip issue, that's going to cause an arthritic knee and it's going to cause runner's knee over time. So I'm not asking people not to do repetitive movements. I'm asking them to do them properly and to do them in a balanced way with the adequate amount of rest and recovery as well. No, absolutely. And you're so on point. I mean, because no, because that is exactly what happens. And it's just more of a mental mindset to get away from that and to shift. But like on a, on a purely science data basis, it's a hundred percent. I mean, listen, I I always have to wear a knee brand. This it's like, I'm like falling apart. Like, like I'm 107, you know, you you live in LA. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go see this guy, Brandon Voles. Um, he's amazing. He's, he's worked with me on a shoulder injury. Uh, I'll send you his information or you, you can check out yeah. his Instagram. It's Brandon Voles X V O L Z um, V O L Z. And then X Brandon Voles X. Um, okay. But you're in LA, like you have him, have, he's incredible and he'll fix you so that when you run, you run properly. Properly. I mean, and, I'm- and you out of this, these bad biomechanical patterns because if you keep repeating it, it's going to be a real problem in 10 years, 15 years. Oh, believe me. Replacement, hip replacement. Oh, so, God. I know. This is not new. Like, this is like, you're just like, kind of like, you're, you're basically reminding me of things that I, re- I already know that I have to kind of focus on because it is terrible. It really is for lots of reasons. But um, Jillian, I love I love that we got to talk and meet you. You're awesome. I love you. And in person ish, you know what I mean? Oh, Not but I appreciate it. I, uh, same and I hope I hope I get to see you in person next time. 
Habits and hustle, time to get it rolling. Stay up on the grind, don't stop, keep it going. Habits and hustle, from nothing into something. All out, hosted by Jennifer Cohen. Visionaries, tune in, you can get to know them. Be inspired, this is your moment. Excuses, we ain't having that. The Habits and Hustle Podcast, powered by Habit Nest. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world, and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion, and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you want to learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.